This podcast is available in video form on our YouTube channel at Moto Outsider. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Moto Outsider. As always, my name is Matthew Huss. I am joined by my majestic long-haired co-host who should put it in a man bun or a braid, Chris Baird. Dude, how you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm a little disappointed that we're going back to the West Coast after all the great East Coast racing we've had, but we're going to dive into that. So no big deal, but how are you tonight? heard that east coast racing was fantastic tampa was the best race we've had so far said it before say it again but uh dude i'm doing good man and since we're going back to the west coast for one race i have a bunch of things i want to run by you i know you have your expert insight as always but before we get all of that we are still doing our giveaway everybody so we are doing two giveaways one of them is at 500 subscribers and the second one is at a thousand subscribers so here's how you have to enter and what you can win you can either win a rider replica jersey or a motocross gift card of your choice to um, any of the moto stores you prefer. So how you're going to enter is subscribe to this YouTube channel and comment down below on the bottom of this video which one you would like to win. That is it. We're going to choose a a random subscriber and commenter at random, obviously, uh, when we have 500 and 1,000 subs. So that's everything for housekeeping. Chris, without further ado, man, let's uh, get right into it. We're going to talk about our Oakland predictions first, and then we're going to talk about all some of the injury updates that are going on. But, uh, dude, what do you have for me on the, uh, the Jet Lawrence Levi Kitchen saga coming into 250s? So Levi Kitchen won the last race. Jet kind of had some ups and downs on the track. What do you got for me, man? You know, I'm, I was kind of analyzing everything after the race, and I'm almost thinking, like, is Hunter the better Lawrence brother this year? Is Hunter the consistent, going to win the championship, win every race brother? Are, are we seeing a, a, a transfer of power here? Christopher. Uh, maybe I'm going a little far. We're, we have a video plan for this. I'm just joking. But Christopher, <laughs> don't, give away our, well. don't give away our next video too, too much. Although I will say that'll be a hot topic, which Lawrence brother is best. But please continue. Yeah, everyone's going to kill us in the comments for that. Jet's obviously been riding very well. Uh, but Jet made a lot of mistakes in the last race that they raced in Anaheim 2. He crashed in the first two of the three Triple Crown races, which is kind of unlike him. He doesn't usually crash that much. And he crashed twice in the second one, I think. So, mm-hmm. again, you don't see that a lot. But... Uh, we saw Levi Kitchen. He was just very consistent. He went 4-2-2 to win that overall. And Levi is, I think he's raced five total Supercross races, not very many. And his win ratio is pretty good right now. Uh, but Levi looked fast and consistent. If his tall can get some starts, I think he'll be up front a little bit more. For sure. And I think I think we can keep the conversation very short around the 250s. Um, yeah. Not to give those guys any discredit. Obviously, they're fast too. But we know it's going to pretty much come down between Kitchen and uh, Jet. Personally, my money's on Jet for uh, for the next couple races, so that is what it is. But, dude, let's talk about one of the big headlines was everything going on between Justin Barsha and Jason Anderson. Obviously, uh, they've got some beef, and now Anderson's on probation. Dude, what happened, and what are your thoughts on everything there? Well, if you want to find out a good way to throw a championship away in the first five rounds, look at Jason Anderson. Look at what he did. Arguably the fastest guy at every race this year. Uh, he puts in fast lap times. He just rides loose, but in control. I love watching that guy ride more than probably anybody on the track, but he just keeps getting into these stupid, uh, just dumb altercations with Barsha. And I don't get it. You know, he did this a little bit last year, but I feel like this year is twice as worse with him just stupid uh, passes and just being really aggressive with everything. I don't understand it, but in my opinion, his championship hopes are kind of out the window. I mean, I know it's only 20 points, but 20 points against Sexton, Tomac, and Webb, good luck. For sure. And what do you think the conversation is like in the rig after all this goes down? The AMA hands their things down. 
Um, Anderson says what he says in his press conference and, you know, has his choice words about the AMA, which I love, by the way, I am all for riders having their own opinion and being able to say what they want to say. But what do you think that conversation's like in the rig when these things are going on? Well, I mean, uh, the teams, I'm sure they understand. Justin Barsha has a very, very long laundry list of crashes and takeouts and T-bones and all the things he's done. He's a very good rider, but he's very aggressive. Everybody knows that. So I think they understand why he's frustrated, but they got to be upset as well because they're in this thing to win the championship, not ride around in sixth place. So it's just weird that he's been doing this week after week. Uh, I, I'm guessing they're going to try to regroup and maybe build a strategy, a little plan. Like, hey, man, don't start next to him. Don't ride next to him in the race. You pass him as fast as you can. You get out of there. Because if you saw last week in the race, he passed him back after the takeout. And Barsha was, he saw Rad. He was trying to catch up to him and couldn't, luckily, because he probably would have ended up on the ground again. But the team's got to be pissed, if anything. Hopefully, they turn something around. I would be so mad if I was a team manager. Like, what would you say to him? Like, how do you turn that around at this point for, in the season? For sure. From me putting my business hat on and talking about it from the business side of things um for the sport of supercross it's fantastic because people like us are watching wondering who's going to get smashed next and everything like that which is fine but if i'm you know team team lead here on kawasaki i'm pretty much going to say exactly what you said be like you know jason you know that you are the faster rider you are the better rider at this point and you know for the past few seasons you've been arguably all around better. So why are you letting this overcome you as a rider? Why are you letting this bring you down? And oh, by the way, you have a team of people behind you who you are now also letting down. So let's rise above this. I know it's easy to get caught up in the drama on the track, but we got a job to do. We got championships to win and we got to keep the lights on here. So please let's avoid it before we have to pursue this further, i.e. any sort of team imposed discipline. I doubt you would ever see that because I think the message hit home for Anderson. But if I'm looking at this from Feld, I'm like, yep, keep keep going, boys. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely making the news highlights and the, all the commercials a little bit more exciting and making Feld a little bit more money this year. Yeah, I just, uh, as a fan, like kind of just bummed out because I want to see him battle. Like I, I truly think he's faster than Webb and, and Sexton. Any given night, he can yep. Tomac and run for his money as well. And we've seen him beat Tomac. He, he won... I want to say he won like seven races last year. I could be wrong on that, but he won a bunch of races last year. And again, mm -hmm. stupid things like this are the reason he didn't win the championship. You know, it came down to, it was a handful of points at the end. Tomac did, right. did not race the last race last year, but he just, he's got to clean this stuff up. I'm obviously I'm a fan. I'm wearing my team fried hoodie. I want to see him get his stuff together and get in the championship. I'm like, come on, Jason, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure when he decompresses, he's probably processing all of that as well and reevaluating everything. I mean, these guys are riding at the pinnacle of the sport. They're in the best, you know, the best riding shape. They've got the best gear. They know when the dust settles at the end of the day, it's all just about that battle. So we'll see what happens coming into Oakland. I think it's going to be great. Um, of course, we're going to expect Tomac to be running up front and everything coming off of Tampa where his ride was pretty lackluster. Curious to see what's going to happen in Oakland. But speaking of people being bummed out, man, let's jump into some of the injury updates there's a few of a few big ones that we need to cover, and there's some speculation too. So let's go right into pro circuit, man. Carson Mumford, Austin Forkner, what do you got? Yeah, so Austin Forkner still, you know, he's he's out for the season, like you guys saw at the first race. Uh, Mitch Payton, hopefully somebody checks on that guy. Uh, he's probably drinking a lot more bourbon than he's been in the past few years. <laughs> it's just it's got to be rough signing all those guys. He's got so much good talent on his team, um, but yeah, I haven't heard anything about Ryder D coming back yet. Carson Mumford was the new hire to replace Austin. Unfortunately, Carson 
got hurt again and Carson's not racing. McAdoo's a little bruised up, but McAdoo's gonna line up this weekend. So that's what we're looking at right now with those guys. And uh, again, somebody please check on Mitch Payton. He's not okay. <laughs> Calling everyone at Pro Circuit. Um, let's talk about Dylan Ferrandez. Nothing, no real, I think, official team news, but what do you got? Yeah, the, the week after the crash, uh, he did mention that he wanted to be back for Oakland. It's still early. It's only Wednesday, and we could see an update the next few days, but I would be surprised if he comes back this weekend. When you think about you know falling on your head like that, he was knocked out for two to three minutes is what they said. I'm guessing the team's taking a really, really careful look at him, making sure he's 100% ready because head injuries are no joke, and he doesn't need to be getting hurt any worse. Another championship contender, especially for outdoors. And with Tomac not racing, they're going to need him to be 100% for the outdoor season. For sure. Dude, running into uh, my man, Malcolm Stewart, fellow Florida boy. What do you uh, What do you got on Malcolm? I know he just had his surgery and everything, but... Yeah, it's just disappointing. I, I would be hard for anyone to argue that this wasn't his best season ever as far as his speed and just the way he looked riding every, every session he was on the track. Uh, Malcolm had... I want to say he had like a full knee done, like ACL, MCL, all that, which seems to be a common thing nowadays. Uh, Nick Romano dealt with that too, the star racing rookie. Kind of a bummer for Malcolm. Uh, yeah. We can only hope he gets re-signed next year because he hasn't really had a good chance to prove himself 100% with his you know newfound speed and talent. Uh, just speed, Obviously, he's been talented, but he's just right. stepped up in other levels, what I'm trying to say. Um, I was hoping he to see him get his first win this year. So let's hope Malcolm gets a good ride for next year, gets healed up, and we need him back. Agreed, man. Agreed. I was just thinking, I just zoned out because I was thinking, you remember when Bubba's World was on TV? Absolutely. Did Love you think, show. honestly, oh, me too, bro. Did you think Malcolm would be where he is now watching that show back then? Because me, absolutely not. Zero chance. I, I, I mean, he was, a, he was chubby. He was a chubby dude. He, yep. he just liked to go fish. He still likes fishing, but he was never that like motivated getting the gym guy, so... <laughs> I still think he's got that in him somewhere, like just to be like a chill, relaxed guy. But yep. I would never would have thought that, man. Like he's come so far. And honestly, if he could have kept it healthy, you know, this whole career, who what's to say he couldn't be the same level as James as far as records, speed, championships? I mean, the limit is it's an endless with him. No doubt, dude. Especially, I mean, coming from that lineage, you know, he's definitely got a little something hidden somewhere. So. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. And then, dude, let's round it out with uh, Preston Kilroy. What you got? Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard about that. Uh, Preston Kilroy was filling in for Garrett Marchbanks on the Club Max Yamaha team. He was a really good kid, uh, very talented. He was riding the Barak Suzuki for the past few years, and he got a good chance with Yamaha. He was training at Club Max, but um, I guess he uh, went through the whoop and lost control. There was no net, no berm there, and he went straight into that wall, both of his Damn. hands, and broke both of his arms is what I heard. So uh, he's going to be out for a while. I just wanted to mention that because a uh, really good opportunity for him, and he was riding really well. And to go out and break both of your wrists in practice is it's a rough day for him. So wishing him the best and hope he has a quick, speedy recovery. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty much everything coming into Oakland. I know not a lot to cover right now because the race has not happened yet. But, of course, you can believe here on the Moto Outsider after the race is over, we're going to do our full recap as we do after every race. So be on the lookout for that. But, Chris, before I wrap up with, our, with my final message about our giveaway, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Absolutely nothing besides uh, thank you guys so much for the support and the love. The last two videos have crushed the views. We can't believe what we've done this far. Um, nice. Our next video is going to be a really cool interview with a special guest. I'm really excited for our first interview to drop. So stay tuned. Please subscribe. 
means a lot to us. And uh, yeah, just keep keep showing us some love. We're gonna keep putting out good content for you guys. That's it. And yeah, like Chris just mentioned, we've got two pretty cool videos coming up. Uh, one of them is gonna be with a professional motocross trainer. He's uh, That interview is gonna be dropping after this video. And then coming down the pipeline as well, we're gonna be doing some more controversial style videos, thought-provoking videos that you guys are gonna wanna sound off in the comments. But to, uh, as I just mentioned, we are still running our giveaway. We're doing two separate giveaways. One of them is at 500 subscribers and the second is at 1,000. So if you wanna enter for your chance to win either a motocross gift card of your choice or a uh, rider replica jersey, all you have to do, subscribe to this channel and comment down below which you would rather win. When we hit 500 and then 1,000 subs, we're gonna choose a random subscriber entrant and uh, we're gonna get you guys all the details in a private message once that happens. But. Thanks so much for stopping by the Moto Outsider, guys. We will see you in the next video.